Dionisio at the plate. He's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we're coming at you uh, Friday night, July 20th, where we just attended the High School All-America, rather, the Under Armour High School All-America game at Wrigley Field. Yeah, there you go. I, you know, I was gonna say I was gonna cut you some slack on the title because it's a it's a mouthful. It is. It Under is. Armour All America Baseball. It's not All American. It's All America. Yeah, I was <laughs> uh, when I was writing that on my scorecard. I didn't know what to put. The jerseys said All America, but I, I always think All American. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we, we were uh, just at Wrigley Field there. Uh, attendance uh, about 4,000, we were guessing, for yeah, this game. We'll never get the official totals. No, so. no, we won't. Uh, but, you know, it was a good combination of uh, families, scouts, and uh, people who'd never been to a fucking baseball game before. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was going to put an asterisk on the family, but they, you covered it up there at the end. Yeah, uh, so we... Oh, uh, maybe. Wow, what a, yeah, what an atmosphere. <laughs> it, it, it certainly was. So uh, Jeremy and I uh, met... Uh, outside Wrigley Field before the game, and uh, before I even got there, Jeremy had already had a pretty interesting adventure. Yeah, there was a little bit of uh, fireworks uh, in the in the in the area of the the game. Um, uh, first off, um, <clears throat> so okay, yeah, we were perusing. I was perusing the uh, the line the the rosters right before the game, right? Um, and uh, I noticed that L. Lighter's kid, Jack Lighter, uh, was on the roster. So I'm like, okay, I think uh, L. might be in attendance, and I've seen L. Lighter's. Uh, um, work on uh, MLB Network. He seems like a pretty funny guy. Like he seems like one of the like more like uh, laid back kind of guys on the on the network. Um, <clears throat> unlike like some people who might have managed the Amer- uh, American League mm-hmm. uh, team tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I'm like, okay, I think I could get this guy's autograph. Like it'd be cool. Like he, the guy threw uh, I think a no hitter, right? He's like a World Series champ, I believe. Like uh, it'd be cool to get his autograph. Uh, so I brought a card with me. And uh, I'm I'm hanging out at the corner of uh, Clark and Addison, waiting for you, Jack. Uh, and uh, who should cross my path but Al Leiter, uh with another guy who I assume was like, uh, you know, uh, a scout or maybe an it might have been an agent actually. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows? But they were kind of darting through the crowd and like, um, so I saw him pass through and I'm like, and I had this vision in my head where I would just go up to him like he'd be sitting in the stands and I just go up to him and get his autograph. Um, but I'm like, okay, he just passed by me. I should, I should just get him now. And so, um, and believe me, I, I know what this sounds like as we're as I'm as I'm telling this story. But um, so I, I went after him, right? I like followed after him a little bit, and he's he was I was kind of out of the crowd, but he was like he was going through the crowd. So I caught him in the crowd, and uh, I um I I I called out to him. I'm like, hey L L, you got a second for an autograph? And like he gave me like a look back. And he was still moving, and I was moving with him. And I, he said something that I couldn't hear, um, but uh, I think it. I, th- I got the impression like it was like he he made a face. Okay, first off, that was step number one, mm-hmm. uh, red flag number one. And then I think he said something, but he was kind of turned away from me, so I couldn't tell what he said. But he, it, it, it seemed like he was going to sign my autograph or whatever. Uh, we kept following him through the crowd. I, I kept following him through. And, like, I was trying to get... I got the card out. And, like, I, I, I got it in, like, this case. So I'm trying to get this card out. I'm trying to uncap the pen so I can hand it to him, like, open. And, oh, L. Um, he reached back. He snatched the card out of my hand. And he said, just give it to me so no one sees. And... I felt like a minute. I felt like a microscopic human being at that moment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was a totally debasing like uh, moment. Um, you know, I would say humiliating, but I, I don't have much shame. So, like, you know, you enter that situation throwing your shame out the window. Yeah. So, um, but but I thought he was gonna rip my card. I saw it bend in his hand, and it was like in you know good shape. And like I'm like, oh god. I'm like, why why didn't he why didn't he just say no? You know. And so he grabbed my card and he and the pen and he took like. Two more steps or whatever. He got kind of out of the crowd. He went over by the the street, um, and he like turned his back to the crowd and signed it, and then just passed it to me and just walked off. 
And uh, he didn't even say like, here you go or anything. He might have said, I don't even know if he said, here you go. But it was like, I was like, I was rattled to my core, basically. Yeah. uh, And he's got a really nice looking autograph. He he signed, he signed, he gave Jeremy a legit autograph. Yeah, Uh, he did. He did. The thing is, so Jeremy had actually brought two Al Leiter cards. He brought a legit Al Leiter card. And then there's also an Al Leiter like future stars card. That's an error card. It's a a picture of a guy who isn't Al Leiter. Correct. Yeah. 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 And so Jeremy was saying that he had this whole fantasy in his mind where like, (laughs) him and Al Leiter would like you know talk about that card for a little bit and you know have a little bit of a laugh and you know maybe even become friends Uh, but that just did not happen it did not and I was telling I was telling you Jack like it almost it it ended up not being worth it uh-huh. like for that experience because like you you want to get the card and look at it later and be like oh that was cool when I got to meet him I'm gonna look at that card now and just think like oh my god that guy he like fucking eviscerated me yeah like, with like one sentence yeah yeah and see that's why I've never been a huge autograph guy sure, because yeah. you know you go up to a, a guy and you know he signs an autograph for you but how, how much did you really get to interact with that guy yeah you sure. know I um, mean in certain <clears throat> cases you can have a negative experience now there have been a, a few pretty cool experiences like we had in Beloit yeah, where we exactly. actually kind of got to interact with the guys a little bit or where uh you know austin beck was super cool after the game yeah but you know there is the flip side which is which is this one (laughs) yeah um you know and and like honestly like yeah i i kind of like as a little kid i was in autographs but like yeah i I gave it up at some point and now it's like just because i'm back i'm into this like card i'm like i'm hooked into this fucking card collecting Mm -hmm. thing i can't get out of it and so i'm like well, it would be cool. I would only want... I kind of would pretty much only want an autograph, like, on a card. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's at least cool, like, on a card. Like, mm-hmm. it's... Yeah. Like, you know? It kind of, like, uh, excels the whole experience or whatever, like, having this card. But, um, but yeah, I mean, okay, so El Lighter was a complete asshole. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, I don't... I, 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 I'm not going to, like, completely damn the man because, mm-hmm. like... I, there was a, probably a better way that I could have went about it. For sure. But, like, I just never thought he was going to be a complete asshole. Right, right. And, and you, you also have to think maybe he was a little bit uh, nervous because his kid was pitching or whatever. Yeah, so maybe. maybe yeah. on his mind as well. I actually was – another envisioning scenario I was having is, like, maybe he just landed in Chicago, like, and just, like, went straight from the airport to, like, the ballpark and was, like, trying to get there or whatever. For sure, yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, like, so, like, I, I don't, like, he has, he had a point, like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, I, I take some responsibility for the situation, but, yeah, he was, he couldn't, wow, super asshole moment, and, like, he, I just, I was, like, shrunken down by it. Well, he wasn't the only, he wasn't the only, uh, uh, family member of a player who was an, an asshole, uh, standing no. outside there. So, as Jeremy and I were, were standing outside, uh, waiting to go in, sort of by the marquee, uh, mm-hmm. by Wrigley Field, because it seemed like that was the only entrance that was open, uh, the majority of the people who were standing out there seemed to be, uh, family members. They were wearing lanyards that said family, yep. um, uh, and w- as Jeremy and I were standing Standing out there, there were actually a lot of random people because there had been a Cubs game earlier in the day, which was a little bizarre. Yeah. But there seemed to be a lot of people coming from the bars who were sort of post gaming uh, around Wrigley, and yeah. they were they were asking us, uh, you know, what's going on here? So is there a concert going on here? So yeah. nobody seemed to really know that this game was happening. No. Um, but there was one uh, there was one family member. It was a a, a woman. Um, she looked like the wife of uh, or uh, you know somebody's mom. She had to be somebody's mom. Yeah, but yeah, she. Yeah. Uh, there was somebody trying to get passed in a wheelchair, yeah. uh, and she really did not want to get out of that person's way. Yeah, there was. We were standing there. It was kind of they tried to go between us and those those people, and she was with a guy who like looked like he might have been a former ball player or a scout or mm-hmm. someone in the front office or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but she like ran. They took a picture, and then she ran over to her friend. She's like, "Oh, look who I look like in this picture or whatever." Mm-hmm. And they were looking at this picture for like a long time. Yeah, and. This 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 uh, these, this group of people like someone in a wheelchair was trying to get by and like we we moved back and they were just like like oblivious to the whole situation looking at their like photo mm-hmm. and like Gavin or whatever and like uh, yeah finally like the the one woman the 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 person who she was showing her phone to noticed and she's like oh I'm so sorry and moved and the other woman just like she like barely looked at the the people trying to pass through and just like didn't apologize or anything and it was like she she seemed like annoyed by it basically yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty pretty sad um but uh yeah, yeah. So you know, there were people who um, were kind of oblivious uh, outside and and inside. And a lot as well. of them went inside. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll get to that in a little while. So finally, about six forty-five, the gates opened. Um, it seemed like it probably took them a long time 
after the Cubs game to get the stadium at least the sections that people were sitting in clean enough. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's a big cleanup job. But they did they did uh, uh, open the gates about 6:45. So as we were walking in, there were these two guys behind us. I don't know what their deal was. <laughs> One of them was from the South. He seemed like he was a Rays fan, so maybe he was from Florida. We're but he had, about a, Rays, he, yeah. had a, he had a Southern accent. And then one guy was from uh, Boston or 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 uh, the uh, New England. He or something. His accent sounded Is- like. Okay, is that because he also talked about Miami? Yeah, he, he was talking about the Marlins. I don't know. His accent was indiscernible. I, it was like, <laughs> yeah, like, I well, couldn't tell. What so, it was from. so at one point, this is the last thing I heard those guys talking about. But it was the guy who I assumed to be a, a New Englander, I guess. But he was like, uh, so he goes. They were talking about different ballparks that were fun to go to or or whatever. And this yeah. guy, this guy said, "Hey, Millipak, Millipak, you can sit behind home plate." For $35. <laughs> now, the food there, it's about average. And that was the last thing I heard. I, I, didn't, hear, yeah. I didn't hear him say that. So I wanted to be like, I disagree, sir. Like uh, On both counts. Yeah, on both counts. You idiot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe that, you, that I didn't hear that. I can't believe I'm just hearing it now. Yeah. Because now I want to tear that guy's head off. The food is average? Yeah. What I an sh- idiot. I shouldn't have let that guy stand or what? let that comment stand. What an idiot. Know? Yeah. As opposed to average as opposed to what? Yeah. What? Um, yeah. What? What? You don't like like a choice of sausages or you don't like fucking uh, waffle fries? Cheese curds? Yeah. Cheese. You fucking idiot. What an idiot. Yeah. Uh, so, oh my god, I'm so, mad all over again. So when we, what the, so the seating was a uh, general admission. Jeremy, you picked up these tickets for free at a card shop. I got right? them in my LCS. That's uh, lingo for local card shop. Uh-huh. From my guy John over at Elite Sports Cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he doesn't know who I am, and uh, um, yeah, we got those. Uh, I, you know, it's actually funny. He he, he kept making a, a, a notice of like he's like. Oh, it's a Friday night, you know, it's going to be tough on your social life, but, uh, you know, I'm like, and I was like, no, I, this is what I wanted to go to. Yeah. He kept insisting, like, he said it like twice, like, yeah, you know, Friday night, you know, you know, you know, you're going to put your, have to put your social life on hold or whatever. For, for one baseball game? <laughs> I guess so. I wow. mean, I don't know. I okay. Don't know, but. Yeah. I mean, the game did drag a little bit toward the end, but yeah. my goodness. No. Um, so yeah, the seating was, uh, all general admission it was first come first serve. Yeah. So, uh, they only had about, um, uh, the sections, uh, up to about third base and first base open. So they right. had very few sections. They didn't have anything <laughs> Where the lower deck was hanging over, so it was yeah, just terrace, fir- no terrace reserve. It was only yep. club and field box. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. they they only had that open. Uh, so there was limited limited seating, and uh, also in the first, uh, what, what's the what's the better of the two seats? Uh, um, what's the term for club that? Club box. Club box. Closest, okay, so yeah. the club box were all reserved for family. Yeah. Um, we, so yeah, we walked up the stand the stairs, and like we kind of walked up, and like there was an usher kind of right in front of us, and Jack said like, "Where do we go?" And I'm yeah. like anywhere yeah you're there you're like where do we sit and i'm like we just sit anywhere mm-hmm. right here mm-hmm. and then the lady goes uh this is for family only yeah um and uh i was like okay it's for family only and she's like she's like this is for family only are you family yeah and like i probably could in retrospect i'm like i could have just said yes and walked by yeah. her. yeah yeah um but uh she said this is for family only and then she points to like the field box like the first couple rows and yeah. she's like and this is clark's corner yeah as if like oh this is clark's corner so it's just like you know uh like the corner tap or cheer or like right. uh, Tom's Diner, like right. from the yeah. Suzanne Vega song or something. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, it's it's Clark's Corner. Yeah. Um, and there were like little kids sitting down. So I knew that she meant Clark the Cub. The Cub, yeah. But what does that mean? It's Clark's Corner. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that's Clark's Corner. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'll just go, I'll just leave the game and go home then. Because that's, <laughs> that's Clark's Corner. Well, now, in retrospect, Jeremy, I, I realized that she may have been uh, issuing a warning to us. Uh, sort of like, uh, uh. sort of like, uh, you know, like Fred Gwynn in uh, uh, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> well, uh, you, you know, you don't want to sit in that section. You know, uh, that, yeah, so that's, or like large Marge or something. She's like, that's Clark's Corner. <laughs> Sit there if you like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So we, we sat down there and uh, immediately realized the mistake we'd made. Yes. Uh, so I guess we might as well, uh, because this was the most prominent thing that happened at first. So we yeah. sit down. And there was a, a, a little girl who was maybe four, four or five oh, years whatever, old. Yeah. Too young to, you know, be uh, able to pay it. Well, she she wasn't paying any attention to no. anything that was going on. Not, no, yeah. No, but uh, so she she walked 
she was sitting to the left of us. Jeremy and I yeah. were at the end of the room. We were at the end of the aisle. Yeah. And then there was, like, a mom, like, to our... Well, they said, like, in the row in front of us. Yeah. And then they went back around. They kept saying, like, we have more people coming. Yeah. We have more people coming. Yeah. And they kept going... They kept going back a row but they were crawling over the seats not going past us yeah and so this yeah this little girl like doesn't know what the hell is going on she's like wobbling around like a friggin like drunk like pony or something <laughs> yeah and like she's just like wobbling around and she's like holding like a friggin pretzel yeah and like doesn't know what the hell's going on and like um yeah she like and and she was too young to like even know to like say excuse me to I, go past I, us. I don't even know if she was five. She was probably three or four. Yeah, yeah, maybe. exactly. She was very young, and so so immediately, like a minute after we sat down, she walks. Uh, she like shoves her way past us. Yeah, she just like wobbled her way through us, yep. like before we could even move, like like as if we were just like uh, I don't know, like like a sofa that she was just walking by. Or something, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. in the living room. Yeah, and so she she goes down to like the there's some kids sitting in like the two rows in front of us, so she goes down to those kids. For like one minute, she comes right back. Yeah, not even a minute, like, like thirty seconds. It was like thirty seconds. Wobbles into us again. Yeah, and then at and that she's point, like falling on your lap. And yeah, shit. she fell in my lap and one, and she didn't even like you said she was too young to apologize. Yeah, so it she was didn't know like, what the hell's going on. It was on. almost like she thought we were members of her party or something yeah, like yeah. that. And the mom is doing no m- so minimum. So the to mom, nothing. the mom says to her, uh, you know, you you gotta you gotta pick a spot and stay there. Yeah, but like that kid is gonna comprehend that. Or, yeah, you know, the kid has no. That that means absolutely nothing. She's like, yeah, you got to pick your spot and stay there. Yeah. Like, okay, are you telling that to like a fucking seven year old or like a, a little kid who can't even stand up? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't blame the kid in that situation. Yeah. I blame the parent. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um. Uh. So anyway, the the little girl she moved past us again, and yeah. I think at that point, Jeremy, you you said, hey, let's move back a row. Yeah, I looked behind us, and like there was no one behind us, and it just it. It's made no sense to stay where we were. Yeah, and so then, uh, like an inning or two later, like a couple of like finance bros came and like <laughs> sat in the row in front of yeah, us. Like yeah, they yeah. were wearing like uh, you know nice like uh, khaki pants and like button down shirts that yeah. were like real crisp. <laughs> they looked like they came straight from the loop to this game. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what was up with them, but no. they sat there for about an inning or two, and that little girl kept walking in and out for them too. I was like, those guys did not know what they signed up for no. sitting in these seats. But then they got up and left. So yeah. like this little girl was just getting people out of, out of their left and right. Yeah, they probably thought about how they could monetize the little girl like walking <laughs> through and then they're like, nah, nothing here, let's go. Yeah, I don't so. Um, so, just to give you an idea of uh, the type of, you know, uh, audience that was yeah. taking in this game. So there were some people behind us. Uh, one, one of the, like, it seemed like there was a woman, a guy, and then an Australian guy. <laughs> the, the woman, the, the, the yeah. woman seemed like she had brought the Australian guy. Yeah. Um, so first of all, the Australian guy, I'm like, okay, that's either got to be Graham Lloyd, Dave Nielsen, or Peter Moylan. The only three <laughs> Australian guys who've ever even yeah, seen a baseball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, right. So the, so they were talking about like why this game was, was taking place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the guy was just uh, mulling over the fact that he's like, well, there's, there's no one in this Stands. He's like, uh, oh, uh, he's like Under Armour. They they must have, uh, you know, they must have lost a lot of money on this. Uh, um, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I mean, it's great for the kids. Yeah, like, it's uh, like, you know uh, what, dude? This isn't some little league team from the suburbs, like being sponsored by Joe's Pizza, yeah. who's getting the the privilege of playing a, a game in a major league stadium. Yeah. Like, there is a player on this team, Bobby Witt Jr., who's probably going to get about an eight million dollar signing bonus. Yeah, mo- next more year. than that, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it, it's not some great privilege for these kids to be playing here. These are kids who've been like born and bred to play baseball. Yeah, these are exactly. the elite of the elite. Yeah. Um, and so, so then the uh, then the the woman's like, you know, yeah, uh, you know, I imagine they're, uh, you know, this is just this is just, uh, don't don't go, don't give them money line yet. Because okay, I have okay. more stuff. Sure. Do yeah. Go saying? on. So like they're they're like specul they're like racking their brain trying to figure out how they're how the fucking Cubs are gonna break even on this thing. Yeah. yeah. Like like. I don't even know. I don't know why they were talking about. It, but they're like, oh yeah, they got they got Reynolds rap. They got Reynolds rap involved. Yeah. Like, like at the tarp. <laughs> at the tarp. And like and they're like and then there's a bunch of other ones and like at least the other people were saying like, oh well, that Reynolds rap that's always there. That's yeah. a tarp. And she's like, oh that's a tarp. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then like she's like, well I had some other ones too. Like like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like and then 
Okay, go ahead. Okay, and then so then she's like, you know what this is? It's a tax write-off for Under Armour. That's yeah. what it is. It's their tax write-off. Or what? Boom. Yep, that's she it's go, gotta be. Yeah, she's like, it's yeah, tax write-off. It's gotta be a tax write-off. Tax write-off. Boom. Yeah, is that what she said? Yeah, she still goes boom um, after it. Yeah, I wanted. I to, thought they were like joking. I thought they yeah. were saying this tongue in cheek. They were not. They no. were they were completely serious. Oh, uh, Under Armour Christ. is like a multi-billion-dollar company. Like whatever they whatever rent they had to pay Wrigley Field, which probably wasn't that much anyway, is, yeah. is a piss drop in the ocean for this company. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, it, yeah, so that that's the kind of uh, people who were watching this game, uh, who weren't family, like oh, people who had no God idea. Almighty. What what was going on? I'm gonna rub the skin off of my face from rubbing my 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 forehead from the, just the anguish of this situation. Like, okay, so the people, yeah, so, okay, so those people were just, I, yeah, just they were out to lunch. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, I wasn't even really thinking about it, but it's like this guy has no idea what's going on. Like, no. these, this is, yeah, I mean, this is like. They, I mean, this I, is I the wouldn't, cream of the crop. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's like the Kentucky. They've been bred, like you said. Like this is the, like their destiny. This is their 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 tryout for like millions of dollars. Yes, and like the worst one there is gonna get like one million dollars. Yep, and the best one's gonna get like ten million. Yeah, and it's like this is what this is a spotlight thing. thing. And it's, yeah, it's like they think that they went down to Horner Park, uh, <laughs> and like was like, hey kids, who wants to play at Wrigley Field? Come on, <laughs> like, you idiots, man. God damn it. Fucking free tickets. Charge money. I would have paid $15 to not have these idiots there. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. All right. And the people in front of us, let's talk about it. Okay, okay. So there, there was a lot going on in front of us. So this is the same people who was with the little girl who was pushing everybody around. Yeah, there was uh, a fucking gaggle so, of them. Yeah, so there was white t-shirt dad, as we uh, were calling God. him. White t-shirt dad, dude. Give it up, man. What are you trying to pick up? First, you're trying to pick up some fucking uh, baseball scouts. You do want to look buff for them? Yeah. You fucking loser. He was wearing some kind of strange, like, hip hipster hat, too. I don't know. Or yeah. It was like some, like, gang. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Some weird, like, fucking Massimo, like, fucking Stussy, <laughs> fucking flat build skater hat. Fucking loser. The fucking, he's wearing a white. Uh, I bet he paid fifty dollars for that white T-shirt. Probably. Did you, there was a label on it, like at the very bottom at yeah. the cuff. Yeah. Fucking designer. It was asshole. a V. It was a V-neck uh, at the very least. Fucking I think. white T-shirt, Dad. Yeah. Give it up, dude. So, it's over for you. So he wasn't even the worst. Uh, he wasn't the worst even the one. worst. No, no. So there was a guy. Oh my goodness. And listen, me. hold on. I know what you're saying about this. Like, oh, here, Jack and Jeremy go again, railing on people in the stands. These people deserved it. God yeah. damn these people. They do. Uh, so there was another guy. He was wearing an uh, Arizona State Sun Devils yes. uh, shirt. What did you have a nickname for him? I was in my mind. I call him Arizona Fat Devil because <laughs> he was a fucking asshole. Listen, and I'm not a fat. I I, 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 I hate having to say that because I'm not a fattest like. This this guy just he I'm trying to think of something that I could call him that would like hurt his feelings. Like if I if I had a chance to say it to his face, well, this fucking guy. And these, this guy has kids. Yeah. He's raising a gen- future generation of, of people. Yeah. And this guy, yeah, these people are horrible. So there was one point where him and uh, the, a couple of the others from the group uh, yeah. were trying to get beers uh, from a vendor. Oh, uh, and it was like uh, the vendor would pour one beer and then they would ask him for two more. And then, you know, he would get done pouring those, and then they would ask him for another they one. They ordered, like, seven beers, yeah. and they ordered them, like, in, like, four installments. Four or five installments. Yeah, It's yeah. like, can we have a beer? All right. Yeah, let's get two more beers. Yeah, and one more IPA. Yeah, and another IPA. Yeah, and then two more after that. Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, fine. and so then the worst part was, after he dished out, like, the uh, last IPA and then another beer with that IPA, yeah. like... Uh, uh, this guy didn't like Fat Devil. He didn't trust. Yeah. He didn't trust that one of the beers was an IPA. Yeah. So what he did was he had two beers in his hand. One was obviously his, and one uh, was for someone else. God. And he like stuck his nose all the way in both beers yeah. to like smell them. Yeah. Um. I mean, so Jeremy, like, you know, we're we're pretty close friends. But if you if you were to like stick your nose in what was supposed to be my beer, yeah. I'd be pretty grossed out. I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Keep it. Yeah. You're yeah. drinking both now. Right. Yeah. 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 So, okay, listen, I, and we got to talk about the, the poor-ass vendor. Mm-hmm. Fucking Cavus. Cavus. Cavus the vendor, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cavus Fa- famous Cavus, dude. <laughs> famous Cavus. Oh, my he looked God. Like, he looked like Bob Hoskins. Um, <laughs> yeah, he looked bedraggled. He looked like put upon by yes. the world. Yeah, this guy probably worked the game earlier, 
I, in my mind, I envision him like like at the beginning of, of the movie Summer School with Mark Harmon, where like all the teachers are trying to leave for the summer and like they're trying to grab him to like teach summer school. Like this guy was like he was like just turned in his money and was like walking out the front gates and like uh, 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 Cavus, Cavus, uh, we need you to work the Under Armour game. <laughs> and he like had to go and cancel like his like weird like soccer match with like his other like fifty plus like Eastern European friends or something, you know. <laughs> and so like Cavus. Is the one who has to suffer the brunt of these fucking up, like uh, stuck up, fucking shitty snob asshole parent, like uh, fucking glamour parents or mm-hmm. something. And so he goes, he poured, he gave them the two. There's like the the yellow Goose Island and like the green Goose Island. One is an IPA or something. And one's just like a pale ale or something. I don't know, whatever. Or I mean, not a pale ale, but whatever. And um, he goes, he's like, the dark one's the IPA. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he, the fucking fat devils made like a, a face. He's like, mm, I, mm, I don't think so. And like, he like, he's holding both and he's like, smell him. He's like looking at him. Like he was, it was almost as if he was trying to humiliate Cavus. Yeah. And then he, then he passed it to the other guy and the, this guy is fucking sticking his at him. nose. He stuck his nose in him. Too. It was insulting. Yeah. to fucking Cavus. It was. I, I almost think that like because uh, you were calling the other guy, the guy that Fat Devil was buying the beers with, you called him Poodle Man. <laughs> we'll we'll get, we'll get to that a little That's, later. That but was it was Poodle al- Man. it was almost like Poodle Man learned a new trick there. Like he, yeah. there's no way he would have smelled those beers if Fat Devil hadn't first. Like yeah, like right. Poodle Man like smelled them oh, and he was like, oh yeah, yeah. Poodle, okay. Poodle Man was definitely following in Fat Devil's uh, shadow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then that whole drama with the beer thing ended uh, for them but it wasn't quite over yet because the guy sitting next to us uh, with the long white ponytail yelled out 99 and uh, oh my god this guy's throwing 99 and then Cave is (laughs) (laughs) so Cave is went uh, he thought the guy he thought the guy was trying to order a beer he took a step forward and then step into our row and he's like you talking to me <laughs> he goes you talking to me yeah. and then this fucking ponytail man goes no 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 I'm, I'm talking to myself he's like i'm old I'm, I'm old i can do that yeah yeah and did you hear what cavis replied he as he walked as he walked away yeah, yeah, yeah. he went ah you're not that old yeah, and yeah. Then he, uh... as if to be like you're not that old to be an asshole, like yelling out, yeah. and, like like slowing me down. Yeah, anyway. yeah. This this guy uh, sitting next to us, uh, the the long long haired, ninety nine mile per hour guy. He yeah. was uh, he had a long gray ponytail. Uh, he looked like Sean Connery from Medicine Man. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he was also wearing these like weird like I don't even know what you would call them. They weren't shorts, but they weren't pants. But they went like oh. halfway up his calves. Yeah, right. They were like, but yeah, they were khakis. Um, they yeah. looked really weird. But, they were cuffed at the bottom. Too. Yeah. So when he finally, <laughs> yeah, they were. And when he finally left, Jeremy, what did you say to him? I said, I said, go back to your dojo. Yeah, go back to your dojo. Yeah, yeah um, go back to your dojo. Yeah, so that was uh, that was good. That guy wasn't too much of a factor, but he was he was with them. Now, he, there, he was definitely like um, you know he he might have been a distant cousin of the uh, informed interloper because I was getting all my MPH readings from from the, from that guy. He right. was calling out a lot of MPH mm-hmm. uh, gun readings. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I also want to note that Cavus... Cavus is spelled K-A-V-O-U-S, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So just in case you want to like spell that mentally at home, it's K-A-V-O-U-S. Right, right. Um, yeah, and you know oh, we. Jesus. So, so there were also. Uh, so, what was the story with Poodle Man, Jeremy? Well, okay. So Poodle Man, I called this guy Poodle Man because he was like, and maybe I could have called him like I don't know, hairless cat or something. But uh-huh. like he was like. He was like the most hair. Is like a per, he was perfectly hairless as yeah. a man. Yeah. And he had like shaved. It looked like all his hair was like his hair was like perfectly shaved and like very thin and like very like calculated and mm. like I thought he seemed to be groomed like a poodle. Yeah. Basically. Uh-huh. He was perfectly like like hairless though. And like at one point when it was raining, um, I was remarking that the water would like probably just beat off of him and roll off because his skin was so smooth. Mm. But and he was. I also called him the J. Crew Softy because I think he was wearing like a J. Crew shirt. He was wearing like this, like like perfectly um, 
like fitting like a purple like shirt like purple checkered shirt or whatever. there was another dad also wearing a shirt like that yeah he was wearing like it had been from the same store and it was yep. like bluish or something yep. and like yeah at one point i was remarking like they must have, they were having a conversation i'm like oh is your shirt perfectly fitting yeah oh mine too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like i don't know like uh yeah those oh those were the metrosexual dads yes the metro- yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but and then at one point it's funny because at some point like white t- t-shirt dad left uh, fat devils left um, and then like uh, yeah like um, uh, poodle man was by himself mm-hmm. he like the yes, last he was. yeah it was the last one like a, a woman and like um, her kids left and they're like we're going to the cub store we'll, we'll be back yeah and like poodle man was there for a while he was just by himself by them by himself like this guy was like oh and it's, here's the thing this is a loaded term you like two years ago i'd be able to say this but like uh, he was like a complete beta yeah. male uh-huh. he was like a total beta and it takes one to know one but like <laughs> um this guy was like i felt like he was just after fat devils left he didn't know what to do with himself, and right. so he 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 didn't know better than to sit by himself for like two innings. Yeah, he could have went with. Yeah, he could have walked around. Yep. he just sat there like a fucking like clueless puppy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then finally, like his wife came back or something. Yeah, she did, and she was the one who thought we were scouts, right? And, yes, and so then like at some point, uh, she she kind of came over and was like, or she was like the kids were standing up or something and she's like oh kids sit down there's scouts here for for heaven's sake yeah yeah so i'm wondering because she didn't say it like in jest and she didn't say it like wink wink nudge nudge to us no i think she may have been so ill-informed as to think that just because we were keeping score and like somewhat paying attention to the game that we must have been scouts yeah exactly yeah i mean at least she knew that the 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 concept of scouts i guess but like um, I mean, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we're scouts for ourselves. Yeah. You know, I guess yep. we have this podcast, so that's an excuse, like, we could, you know, but certainly scouts, we, we not be, I guess. No, uh, I, and I put in, I put in quotes, uh, let's be scouts, uh, sort of like the movie Let's Be Cops. <laughs> yeah, I right. think it would be a funny idea to go to, like, a Beloit Snappers game or somewhere where there's, like, you know, nobody there and people who don't give a shit. Yeah, And, right. like, to bring, like, uh, even, like, a broken radar gun and sit behind home plate and <laughs> yeah, pay right. really close attention and and see how many people we can get to like think that we're scouts. <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard, I don't think. No, probably not. No. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could get some kind of access or something. Yeah. And just use that for autographs. Yeah. Something. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I. It was. It was pretty silly. And like. Um, oh, I don't even know. Like. Uh, they were just I don't know I can't even I can't even fat, like pull anything no and, and every yeah there, there was some other so Clark uh, did a t-shirt toss at one point yeah. and uh, he, he wasn't getting he, he so Clark was the one throwing the t-shirts now I, I, these t-shirts weren't bundled up real well so no. he wasn't getting a lot of distance it, on it, his throws it looked like a paper toilet paper toss yeah 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 like um, they would get airborne and then like the, the they would come unraveled in the air and then just like kind of drop yeah they didn't go anywhere I was like what is, is Chris Davis inside that costume like he just <laughs> his, he had nothing on his throws yeah. uh, unfortunately though uh, so nobody was able to sit in the upper deck but they did have security up there anyway yeah, um, sit, yeah. uh, in each section like two people there was actually I feel like there was like two people in the whole upper deck yeah yeah but. and they were they were both uh, both security so at one point a foul ball was hit into the upper deck yeah um, and uh what happened was that everybody was like uh, everybody sitting in the lower especially all of the little kids yeah. were egging the guy who the security guard up there who got the ball to throw it down yeah yeah they were uh, all like me here throw it here yeah and so he sure did he threw that ball down from the upper <laughs> from the deck. upper deck yeah yeah and i had never seen that at a baseball game before no. that seems super dangerous yeah um, Especially when you're throwing it to, like, a little snot-nosed kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, like you said, Jeremy, that's, like, a huge liability issue. Cause, right. Because a ball got hit in the upper deck after that, and it was not thrown. No. And there, and that one, there was even more outcry yes. to get the ball thrown. And, yeah. like, it didn't happen. And then the guy roundly got booed by, yeah. by all the little kids. Yep. He caught hell. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, the back of your ticket says, like, you know, like, warning. Like, you know, you're, there, we, we uh, have no liability if you get hit by a foul ball or mm-hmm. whatever. But it doesn't say, like, if some goofy like Cubs employee throws a ball down to you and it conks you in the head and right. you can't sue us. Right. That's not covered in the bylaws. No. Yeah. No. So uh, We missed a chance I think. <laughs> yeah I guess so. Um, but yeah geez Louise is all over the place. Um, uh, I'm trying to think let's see what else we got. Well there was a referee dad. 
Oh god, the referee dad. Yeah. Okay. So referee dad like emerged from out of nowhere, and he was like wearing. And you know what? The more I look at this guy, the more I like don't think that he was like ironic. I don't know. I'm, it's hard to tell because he certainly seemed obli- as oblivious as every other person there. Well, he was blocking our view uh, of home plate uh, and then the pitcher for a good portion of the later innings of the game. Yeah, yeah. So at some point he emerged with like his kids or whatever, and he had these. He had like rec specs on. Those like Chris, Sa- not Chris Sabo, but like 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 Eric Gagne glasses mm-hmm. or yeah. something. But they were like clear or something. It's like okay, dude, what are you are you gonna you gonna grab a bat and get out there or something? Mm-hmm. Like sit down, ref man. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so yeah. yeah, he had. Did we say he had a referee shirt on? He we, was wearing a referee. Yeah, he looked like yeah. he came straight from Foot Locker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so he was. Uh, so yeah, and like, and at first I was, I thought like, oh, he's being funny. He's like the rough guy or something. And then he, of course, he stood right in front of us and like, and this is when it had thinned out a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, it was just like all the more glaring that he was in front of us. I actually got a good picture of, of Ref Man, so I'll post that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, but so I got to this point. So at one point, um, Arizona Fat Devils and his wife uh, came over and like met. That was the other thing. There were all these like long lost friends coming up to people, yeah. and like and like people were like coming over and catching up. Like, hey, how you doing? Great to see you. Like, yeah. it's like where where are these people coming from? Yeah. Like, you you picked this game to reunite with like friends or something. Yeah. Um, and like they would uh, inevitably come and stand in front of us and, and and stand. And like at one point, like there was a matchup between two of the guys that we wanted to see. And uh, I'm like, I'm standing for this because I can't I can't not see it. And yeah. then the mom the mom got the hint and like moved everyone aside. And I thought Arizona Fat Devils uh like. Uh, caught wind too but like I, I started staring these people in the eye so I yeah. would stand up and instead of looking at the thing I would look at them so when they inevitably saw me they would see me like shooting daggers right back at them yep. so I yeah. did that to, to Foot Locker to uh, ref, referee dad and uh, he looked right at me We I looked right into his soul mm-hmm. and then he just like he got out of the way or whatever so it was that was at least somewhat um like is uh, satisfying. Um, as he was walking by, there was this like couple was like leaving, and there was this one like kind of like silver fox looking guy wearing a white socks polo, and he said, "Hey, hey referee man," or something, <laughs> and he was like just chuckling to himself. Yeah. And the referee guy didn't like acknowledge it, and he he actually ducked over to the road next to us, but like the guy was like laughing as he walked out. Yeah. He said the referee comment or whatever. Yeah. There was another family of about twenty five people in front of us oh, who God, uh, yeah. when they when they were deciding to leave. They stood up for about a whole half inning. Uh, I don't know what they were talking about. Just discussing like how they're going to walk out of the stadium. Like, yeah. Oh, what do you want to go? You want to put your left foot first, or your right foot first? You want to go down the stairs? Do you want to go directly out? Do you want to walk around in a circle first? What? I don't know what they were talking about. No. But the 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 goal the the first the next order of action was to walk out of the stadium. Yep. I don't know how much discussion needs to be done for that. No. Yeah. It's just. Well, how do you get? How do we walk out? Well, you just get up and and start walking and aim yourself towards the entrance, and you'll make it. That that was that's about all that had to be discussed. But they they were up for a good half inning. Mm. Us. Anyway, oh my god, there was actual actually a game that the, got yeah, played. Yeah, a game did happen uh, with a lot of talented players. There were yeah, and we uh, almost got to see it because few, yeah, sometimes people would sit down and we get to see some of it. Well, unbeknownst to us, uh, the American it was for the American the manager for the American uh, team. Yeah. Yeah. Was uh, none other than uh, Rain Delay Theater's one of one of Rain Delay Theater's favorite uh, whipping boys, yeah. uh, Bill Bill Ripkin. Yeah, Bill Fuckface Ripkin. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, like I had uh, and I recalled like watching some highlights or like some clips of last year's game, and I I forgot that he he announced he uh, managed the game last mm-hmm. time they had him mic'd up or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm sure he shared no joy in the experience right. at all. No. Um, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, they called him out, and we were like, you know, we were pretty astonished by that. Yeah, we were. We, we got were. I got that on the Instagram story, so uh, we'll we'll archive that so you can check that out at Rain Delay Pod on Instagram for sure. Uh, and the um the uh the national manager was uh for the other team was Sean Casey. Yeah, the mayor, as they call him, is a mayor. Yeah, I, I had heard that he was a, a like a good clubhouse guy. Is yeah. that why they called him that? Yeah, he just like talks to everyone, and then okay. he was at first base. He would like talk to everyone at first base for sure. Yeah, yeah. he's a pretty he. Now that guy, he's like a complete knucklehead, and he's he has no airs of like 
arrogance to him. Like he will make fun of himself pretty hardcore, mm-hmm. maybe more than other the other people make fun of him. So yeah. I appreciate him for that. Yeah, he's so a he's bit of a polar, knucklehead. The polar opposite of Bill Ripley. Yeah, I know they couldn't be more different. Well, they're both knuckleheads, but one of them doesn't have a sense of humor about himself. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, so we actually the number one player we uh, wanted to see tonight was the uh, projected number one draft pick for next year, Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah, that's right. You know, he's like um, if you look at any sort of like projections of like next year's draft, like like pretty much I. And everything that I've seen, they're predicting him to go number one overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, son of former Major League uh, pitcher uh, Bobby Witt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Witt, former Ranger mostly, I think he's known for. He was on the A's at some point. Mm-hmm. Can you remember any other teams that he was on? No, no, yeah. I don't recall. He's mostly known for the Rangers, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, so in the late 80s, early 90s and stuff like that. So his son is a shortstop. Mm-hmm. Um, Played a little second base in the game, too. But, yeah. But uh, he looked good in the field. Yeah, he did. He made some great plays. Um, there was a stolen base uh, uh, that um, – or. Yeah, did he end up being safe on that, I think? Uh, so I think he got caught stealing. Um, he, yeah. I think that was on the hit after he got hit by the pitch. He might have tried to steal a yeah. base and no, he got caught. Yeah, in the first inning, um, uh, Hines, um, uh, Reese Hines uh, got on by hit by pitch and then got thrown out trying to steal second. Uh-huh. But um, So the, uh, the catcher, um, Hearn, made a really good play uh, to gun down um, uh, Hines at uh, second base mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, Bobby Witt made kind of like this diving, like on his knees, catch and lunge, and like he made it, he he got him out at second base. So yeah, yeah. I will ca- I will caveat this whole next portion of like talking about the the players with like a we're not super familiar with these guys. B uh, there's no like official like I don't know if you can find a, a box score for this game. Yeah. So we'll do our best to kind of like try to tell you what what happened. I suppose. Yeah. So we uh, so it, in addition to looking like a slick fielder, uh, we we thought that maybe. Well, we were hoping Witt would also be a good hitter. Um, yeah. uh, for his first two at-bats, he walked his first two at-bats, uh, and then he got hit by a pitch in his third at-bat. So the bat, bat didn't leave his shoulders Yeah, no, the first we were, uh, three at-bat. Yeah, we were thinking, like, not, not only us, but, like, real scouts yeah. flew across country to see this kid, and so far he's go, he goes walk, walk, hit by pitch. Yeah, his next at-bat was a deep uh, warning track fly out to the uh, center fielder, but yeah. then his final at-bat is, uh, what the, what, was what the people came to see. Yeah, exactly. Um... Let's see who was on the mound for that. Uh, it was uh, Diamond, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Dustin Diamond. <laughs> TV Screech. Uh, no, I forgot what it, David Diamond. Yeah, I, I think, think it might have been name. David Diamond. Yeah. yeah um, was uh, was pitching and uh, Bobby Witt had a good at bat. He fouled off a bunch of pitches. Um, I don't know if it was uh, was he down two strikes? Maybe I don't. I don't remember what the count he, was. Yeah, he might have got down 0-2, but then yeah. he came back. He was fouling off pitch after pitch, like just like little choppers, like down the first and third base line, just trying to stay alive or yep. whatever. And then uh, lo and behold. Uh, old Dustin Diamond laid one in there, a nice, cur- nice fat curveball right over center uh, plate, yeah. and uh, Bobby Witt killed it. Yeah, he uh, the the sound, the crack of the bat on that one was really something to behold. Uh, so it almost left the uh, stadium and the yeah. left field bleachers. Now, yeah, the way that when now that the Cubs have like redone the bleachers and everything, like I feel like that ball would have gone out in the old bleachers, mm-hmm. but now they built like a big like concourse walkway around the whole back. Yeah, and so like it and it's and it's obviously below the seats so it, the ball disappeared over the last row of seats yeah. and for a second there we were like it left the stadium and then it bounced off that concourse and then kind of rattled around which for Bobby Witt's uh, to his benefit he'll be able to get that ball now yeah. so that's cool for yeah. him yeah. but uh, he killed it like it essentially left the park it reminded me of a, a Chris Bryant home run yeah yeah, yeah, he just—it was a majestic shot. Yeah, it was to say um, the least. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. He got uh, that was a three-run homer. Yeah, and and it and it, and it pretty much killed, like put the game officially out of reach. It did, and you know, props to Bobby Witt too, because he was really—he seemed like the only guy really who was being super selective about pitches. Yeah, um, and just that last at bat with the home run—that was a, that was a major league at bat right there. That yeah. was a professional at bat. Yeah, uh, you know, he he fouled off pitches that you know might have been strikes, but it wasn't the pitch he wanted. Yeah, um, he took he took a couple couple pitches when he was down 0-2 for balls and then yeah he just he uh he waited for his pitch he got it and he you know he made the pitcher pay yeah exactly so you know you go to this game um you knew that he was going to be there like and the best thing you could hope for is to see him like go deep and that's exactly what we saw it took to the last at bat but so that was really cool that was worth the price of admission which was zero (laughs) dollars yeah it was worth the price of admission and uh it was cool to see him with the glove like i can see why this guy is being touted as the number one 
pick, he seems to be kind of like an all-around player. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was very cool. Yeah. So uh, so Jack Leiter, Al's son, uh, came in to pitch. I think he pitched the fourth inning uh, for the American team, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Two, three, four. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we uh, you know we kind of commented that we were like <laughs> sort of not rooting for Jack Leiter because yeah. of the sins of his father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Leiter must pay for the sins of his father. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, I. It could be funny, like to see to to think of Al watching his son get lit up in yeah. this national stage. But uh-huh. um, turns out, like he walked a guy uh, to lead off, and uh, he ended up giving a, an infield hit. Yeah. Uh, but he ended up striking out the side. Struck out the side, and uh, that was really the first point in the game when it had started to kind of rain slash mist a little <clears throat> right. bit. So that you know he may not have been throwing a completely dry ball either. So yeah, uh, you know, uh, in the end, props to him for uh, striking out the side and throwing yeah. a scoreless inning. Yeah, he had a good he had a good he had a good inning for sure. Now the two home runs we saw, one of them was by Witt later in the game. The, the other one came by, by the national team uh, in the first inning, uh, courtesy of Riley Green, who yep. we thought perhaps was related to Hunter Green, but it uh, yeah. doesn't seem like that's the case. I don't believe that's the case. We didn't no. get a chance to confirm or deny that. But no, I the, don't think spelled, he is. the name spelled the same. But, yeah. uh, well, Riley Green looked like a heck of a ball player, too. Um, yeah. He, his home run was, was also like a mammoth shot. It, it was. So he hit from the left side of the plate. So his went out to right field, and it looked like it hit the right field scoreboard. Yeah, I, I believe think. it did. Uh, Ponytail Man said that it hit the score. Uh, okay, scoreboard. well, if so, he said it, it did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, I, maybe he could have called the exit velocity on that one, too. I yeah, don't know. I know. If, if there were only more speeds that he could have yelled out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, uh, I, I will say this. The, the home runs, the two home runs we saw were not cheapies. No. I mean, the, guy, the guy's got all of them. Yeah, yeah uh, they, were, they were good ones for sure. So that was, that was, that was really cool. Um, yeah, Riley Green ended up... Um, I think he got two hits. He was two for three with a walk. Yeah, he's in two he's, RBIs. He was one of the guys who was not subbed for. Um, no, he stayed in uh, the whole game and he moved around a lot. He um, so this was uh, like keeping keeping score of this game was was pretty tough. It was um, uh, a lot of substitutions, a new pitcher for every inning. Well, that not that's not true. The last pitcher for the uh, uh, American, American team, team uh, <clears throat> went two innings. He, yeah. he went the eighth and ninth. But other than that, pitching pitching uh, new pitchers every inning. Every single inning. Uh, most of the players. Played at least two positions, if not three. Yeah. Uh, players were lifted from the game and then brought back in the game at different yeah. uh, parts in different parts of the batting order than they'd started. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you really you really had to pay attention, which which made it a little less enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of reminded me of my experience watching Inherent Vice, trying to follow <laughs> along with the storyline instead of just enjoying it. Yeah. But um, yeah, Riley Green ended up playing uh, center field, DH, left and right field. So yeah. He hit for the cycle in yeah. terms of outfield. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, who was it? Um, Carol was it? Not Charlie. Uh, so Carol, yeah, he started in leadoff and he ended up in the cleanup position. Yeah, um, and he also left the game and came back in the game. Corbin Carroll. Uh huh. Um, he uh, yeah he came he he started yeah yeah exactly. Um, so yeah he was out and then back in. Well, being a Cubs fan, uh, you know, I guess Jeremy, you have plenty of uh, experience like scoring games where guys change positions a lot. That's true, um, yeah. It was almost like a Joe Madden-esque situation. It was. It was. <clears throat> um, yeah, the, uh, so the, there was a, a first baseman for the national team named uh, Locklear. I forget what his, his first his first yeah, name was. not sure. Um, um, look that up while you're talking. Yeah, no, but I had noticed that he, uh, he went to a uh, uh, a, a, his high school was uh, Archbishop Curley. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted like, <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Nyak, 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 nyak. it's like a moment like a Three Stooges episode where like they become priests. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. So that was what uh, that was kind of what that that brought to mind. That's it. At mass, instead of the homily, he just goes on a side and spins around in a circle. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, the uh, the game it was actually four to two for quite a while. Yeah. Um, it was kind of it was within reach. For the national team, then the national team ended up losing eight to two. Uh, but it really only got out of hand in the ninth, the ninth inning when inning. they scored four runs. Yeah. I felt bad for for uh, David Diamond because uh, he was really the only pitcher who had a had a an, like a, a really bad outing. Yeah, Derek Diamond. Yeah, Derek Diamond. Okay, Derek Diamond. I prefer to call him Dustin. Yeah, Diamond. Dustin. Why not? Hey, he's from. Uh, he lived right by. Uh, so Dustin Diamond. Uh, <laughs> he, he, so I'm from uh, New Berlin, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, suburb of Milwaukee. Dustin Diamond lived in like the neighboring town. I think it was Brookfield, Wisconsin. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know if he's from Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin, but he lived there, and they always said he would go to the mall and like go to the video game store and like ask for free video games because he was Dustin Diamond. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a little segue for yeah. And that's where he ultimately got arrested for like threatening the guy with the knife, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think he did in get Wisconsin. A, in right? Wisconsin, yeah. Um, oh, Dustin Diamond. So for whatever, yeah. TV screech. Oh well. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, I I came into this game with a list. I did a little uh, scouting of my own. Um, uh, official or not um, and I, I came up with like a short list of guys to watch out for basically right mm-hmm. so there were a lot of guys everyone from the roster got into the game um, and there were the rosters were pretty big um, but uh, we could just run down a couple of these names yeah um, so yeah Bobby Witt Jr. of course we talked about him uh, Hunter Barco mm-hmm. B-A-R-C-O Hunter yeah. Barco yeah um <clears throat> Left-handed uh, pitcher slash first baseman. He came in. I was surprised he didn't start, but he came in and uh, pitched the second inning, and he looked pretty good. Yeah, he did. And I was kind of hoping that we'd get to see another inning out of him. He looked but, better uh, on the mound than he did at the plate. I mean, granted, yeah. small sample size of his batting, but he looked really good as a pitcher. Yeah, exactly. So that's you know, I guess it's just the way. I mean, you know, these this level of baseball, and then just it, currently like with the Otani's and like. Brendan McKay, who got drafted last year, and Hunter Green, even um, these guys who can like go two ways, like with their with their playing, like you know, I it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I yeah, I would guess I would I think that Barco probably should be turned into a, a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked a little flat-footed in his at bats, but he, he was also yep. pitching uh, batting against like uh, a good pitcher as right. well. So right, um, but uh, you know, he looked uh, very promising. Yeah, I was just I was my only regret is that he didn't get to pitch a second inning. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. And then he did later go, come back into the game uh, to play first base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did that from the fifth inning on. Uh, Riley Green, uh, we talked about. Yep. Um, he had a good game, the mammoth home run. Yep. Uh, C.J. Abrams for the national team. Um, he led off for the national team. He uh, played the whole game. Played the whole game, and uh, he was two for four. Yep. And his, he had the, so he uh, led off with a double. Yeah, and it was uh, an oppo too. Yeah, um, oppo to left field. Yep. Uh, the left fielder um, really got was that Newell. Yeah, really got turned around trying to get that ball, but it hit. It kind of like short hopped the wall. Yep. And he got a double. Ended up coming around to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he looked pretty good. <laughs> Um, Reese Hines, who won a uh, home run derby uh, earlier uh, today, I guess. Yeah. At uh, or yesterday, maybe they said. I can't. Okay. Remember. Yeah. At uh, UI, it looked like it was at UIC. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> um, or it might have been at DePaul. I don't know. But uh, he he. Um, let's see. What did he do at the plate? He uh, didn't do much. No. Hit by pitch. Walk. Yeah. Six three. Double play and strikeout. Strike so yeah, out. he didn't have a super good game. No. But uh, oh, but you know what though? He did have a good. Uh, he flashed some leather in the first he inning. He did. He made a nice stop. He made a nice stop. Um, at third base. At third base on. Uh, was that against Hearn? in the top of the mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. Um, but he ended up un- ill-advisedly throwing it across the diamond yeah he shouldn't have tried to, to get the out I think he was probably only doing it because it was an all-star game and he yeah. wanted to look good yeah, it was a uh, but case. he ended up throwing it away uh, past the first baseman uh, and the, the guy ended up Hearns ended up on second base the thing is if if, uh, uh, if Hines would have just uh, eaten the ball uh, he would have saved the double exactly uh, with yeah. his play but he didn't uh, and I, I don't blame him for making the throw yeah but. no no. Um, so interesting to see more from him uh, Matthew Thompson, uh, pitcher, came in in the, let's see, he came in in the fifth inning. Oh, he was throwing some gas. Yeah, he looked pretty good on the mound. Um, yeah. Like, you know, when, like, we kind of noticed him right away, like, when he was warming up, like, this guy, this kid looked a little different, mm-hmm. and then I realized who it was and that he was on my short list. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he looked pretty good. Um, he threw a one, two, three inning. Yeah, one, two, three, struck out the last batter. Um, so, he looked pretty good on yeah. that. Um, Jack Leiter, of course, we talked about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Jones, who we teased a little bit uh, yep. last yeah. um, uh, broadcast. We uh, did. He was the first name that I, that kind of jumped out at me, and that's because he's uh, six seven. Yeah. And he's also a uh, pitcher slash uh, first baseman. Yep. Yeah. And, he was a big target to throw over to over there at first base. Yeah. And so he um, he started at first base, and then later came in to pitch um, in the sixth inning uh-huh. uh, for for the national team. And uh, yeah, he made a couple. Uh, uh, unassisted putouts. Yeah. Uh, in the game, one of them he was diving to his left. I believe it was when he, uh, when Barco was up mm-hmm. later in the in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jones made a diving stop and uh, 
uh, looked pretty good doing it. Um, but uh, yeah, he kind of reminded me of Hunter Barco a little bit. Um, was was Jones lefty also? Yeah, they were both lefties, yeah. and I, they faced off uh, at one point as <clears throat> they well. They faced off both ways. Was, yeah, somebody was standing in front of us uh, once, possibly both times they faced off. Yeah, and then that one, and that was one of the at bats that I stood. That was the at bat that I stood up for, and yep. I liked shot daggers at these people. But yep. uh, yeah, yeah, uh, one time Barco on the mound, Jones at bat, and then the other time Jones on the mound, uh, Barco at bat. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, my list uh, carrying on. Brennan Malone started the game. Yep. Uh, for the na- for the American team, gave up right? a bomb to Green. Yeah, he gave up a bomb, so not not the best outing for him. No. But um, uh, you know, uh, you know, just one inning of work. Right, to, to right. Small himself. sample size. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jerrion Ely, E A L Y. Oh yeah, Ely. He started the game at cleanup. Uh, yeah. Looks like he got he got a base hit. He also got picked off. Um, yeah, two hits actually. Oh no, actually, because Carroll yeah. then came in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did get he get uh, picked off of first base. Um, let's see, uh, Logan Britt. Was on my list. He yeah, started off at DH, banned fifth. Struck out and walked. Yeah. Um, he was the one. He got uh, thrown out at uh, third base. Yeah, that's there. right. That's right. Yeah, and then he was relieved for Barco. Uh, and then um, local product from Cary, Illinois, Quinn Priester. Oh, yeah. He, he started the game. He started the game. They gave yep. him the start. Um for the uh, national team, yeah, he pitched a scoreless inning. Yeah, he had a good inning. He he uh, left the mound to uh, like a nice ovation yep. and stuff, and he got yep. a good ovation during uh, introductions and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was cool that they. I, I'm pretty sure they gave him the start because he's a local. Sure. Team and everything. So that was pretty cool. Um, other than that, um, let's see. Uh, there was a Medeiros. Um, yeah. At first, I thought it was uh, he was related to Cody Medeiros, uh, a brewer farmhand, but he uh, they spell their names differently. Okay, yeah. Uh, but Vic- he was yeah he was a big dude though. Yeah, Victor Medeiros. Um, one of the funny things he like his hat kept falling off every time he would throw a pitch. Uh, I think it was uh, so he had a pretty big head from what it looked like, but all I mean <laughs> okay. we'll just say it. But also he uh, his hair was really uh, long okay, as well, sure, so yeah. he had a lot of it looked really long and thick. So like maybe that contributed to his hat falling off. Yeah, I suppose so. Although I don't think uh, Noah Syndergaard has those issues. So I don't <laughs> know. Man, I, Jack. Side, side note: um, when I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame, like this is like eleven years ago at uh-huh. this point, they have this. Uh, uh, display this like exhibit where they have like lockers right uh, it's set up like a locker room and each team has its own locker and they have like just like some memorabilia in the locker and it says everything that it is that, like, it labels like what everything is there's a picture there was not a picture there was a hat in there and it was the biggest hat I've ever seen in my life and uh, it was for the expos uh-huh. okay uh I don't know. I like he was okay. Maybe you can guess. He was a relief pitcher for the Expos and then the Nationals when they moved. So he was with the team when they were in in Montreal and moved. He was a closer. Okay, because I was gonna say Levon Hernandez, but no. Uh, no. Um, uh, he was a clo- Ugath Urbina. Nope, not Ugath. Okay. Um, let's see. Closer for the. Uh, let's see. I uh, I don't know Jeremy. Who shared, was- the, shared the name of another closer at the same time. Oh man. Uh, 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 okay, I'll give you. I'll tell you, Chad Cordero. Chad Cordero. Oh, like Francisco Cordero. Yeah, do you remember okay. Chad Cordero? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I do. So kind uh, of a chubby guy. Yeah. So what was his hat size? I I didn't see the hat size, but it was gigantic. Okay. And I have a I have a big head. I wear a seven and five eighths yeah. fitted hat, and. Um, this thing was like something to behold. I took a picture of it because like it was so like notable. Yeah, I'll throw that up uh, with with everything else. But uh, nice. Yeah, it's, it was a huge hat. So anyway, maybe yeah, maybe maybe he could give uh, Chad Cordero uh, uh, this uh, Maderos can give Chad Cordero a run for his money. He might. Yeah. Uh, one more uh, story about hat size involving Pete Rose. Uh, okay. This is a bit of an NSFW story, but well, you know that that we're well, hey, after we'll, the rant from earlier. Like we've said every word in the book, I suppose. I, I think we have. So uh, so there was one. T- time uh, when Pete Rose was uh, so Pete Rose loved old baseball stories um, okay. and he just loved he, he has a, he has a great appreciation uh, for the history of the game apparently uh, per the Joe Poznanski book I read uh, uh, the machine so anyway uh, when Pete Rose was going to pass Ty Cobb on uh, the all-time hits list uh, they said they asked him so do you know a lot about Ty Cobb and Pete Rose said I know everything about Ty Cobb except the size of his cock so then in the New, in the New York Times uh, they, they changed it to I know everything about Ty Cobb except the size of his hat uh, and Pete Rose was furious about that because he knew Ty Cobb's hat was five and seven eighths ah, uh, which is which uh, which a uh, struck me as a very funny story about Pete Rose and a good sound bite yeah uh, but also it seems like Ty Cobb had a small head. 
Yeah, uh, that is pretty small. I wear, I think I wear six and seven eighths. Yeah. And uh, I don't have a particularly large head. Yeah. So I was wearing six and seven eighths like when I was a little kid. <laughs> I remember I had a fitted hat when I was like twelve years old and uh-huh. was six and seven eighths. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah, so I got a big old uh, head. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's funny. There was a. Like I don't think you can change someone's quote like that. No, can't you? I, I can't believe they they did that. Because uh, I, I suppose even if they like did expletive deleted, like yeah. you would kind of know what he was saying. So right. like it would have the same effect, I suppose. Right, right. Or or uh, you know sometimes you'll see it uh, in quotes like uh, you know if like like you'll see they'll, they'll change the word but they'll put right. it in quotes and it'll right. be like a different word. So yeah. like, you'd think they put hat in quotes, but that but, wouldn't. But it's get... also like the the word that they meant to say. Right. Yeah, so like it's weird. It was like they purposely misquoted him or something. That's, yeah. that's odd. Um, they could have said like, "I know everything about Ty Cobb." Dot 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 or something. You know. I don't know. <laughs> Any, anyway, that's odd. Um, well, anyway, I don't know. I got a couple more things about the game, but yeah. like, uh, as far as players on the field, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, uh, uh, it was really cool to see. Yeah. I think it was really cool to see a lot of these guys. It like, was. and uh, I'm sure a handful of them are going to get drafted and whoever doesn't get drafted or are going to go to like major programs right. uh, in college and probably then get drafted like a year after yeah. that. So. so all of these guys are going to play professional ball provided they don't get hurt. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean some of them, I think guys like Witt, uh, Green, probably they're good enough to be playing professionally right now uh, yeah. but they still got to play out the string for another year in high school. Yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see. Let's see, who's really bad this year who might get Bobby Witt? Uh, yeah, the well, Orioles. The, the Orioles and they're going to need a shortstop. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's a great point. Wow, Bobby Witt, uh, Baltimore Oriole. Future Oriole, right. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, it's possible that the White Sox could tank enough to yeah. uh, to be able to draft him, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And the Royals are really bad as well. Yeah, true, true. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, I don't know. I was thinking, like, you know, not only the kids on the field, but, like, the kids in the stand, like, I assume, like, I was assuming that some of these kids were, like, at, 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 as it, uh, like, all played out and saw them leaving, like, these these horribly annoying people in front of us leaving early yeah it occurred to me like i i had one theory like i'm like i thought maybe they were fans like or like or like a family of like the players right and so like a lot of times like the genes run in the family and like you know players have younger brothers who end up then getting into professional ball as it turns out like i'm i feel what happened was these people in front of us just all played little league together mm-hmm. and just got free tickets somehow. Yeah, well, there were like four thousand people there and about twenty five hundred kids under the age of eight. Yeah, yeah. So I think that they were like papering the the, the stands with kids. Yeah, well, but, th- they had like a, a group of about fifteen kids singing the seventh inning stretch. Right. Yeah. I mean, good lord, bring back Eric Estrada and Kid Rock or something <laughs> for this. Like, don't this. You know, yeah. they, there there were like fifteen kids. Some of them, well, they had like a, a two or three year old kid on there who wasn't even like singing. Like, kid didn't even know what the hell was going on or why he was on the field i might even take a post-racist tweet uh post-racist uh retweet roseanne barr taking singing the national anthem oh oh yeah wow <laughs> anyway but um yeah so like yeah it was bad um you know and like hey they say uh baseball is for kids i think it's for 30 somethings who are, are keeping score and like yeah. angry about everyone mm-hmm. else but that's just me yeah um uh but so you know, uh, I was thinking like we're surrounded by these kids, like the like the, the they're coming from like a talented gene pool or whatever, and really they're just annoying the shit out of us. Yeah. So I was thinking like we might be getting annoyed by the next future Mike Trout or something. Yeah. Like yeah. there was a kid yelling at his sister like, "Why are you coming with us?" Like when they went to go get food, <laughs> I'm like that kid could could go on one day to hit 700 home runs in, yeah. the, in the show. Uh-huh. Who knows? Um, I would say that. Uh, I do think, though, overall, like, the game was, like, up until that last inning, it was close. It was a 42 game. Yeah. I thought, it, for the most part, with the with the um, exception of a couple, like, kids trying to make unill-advised throws to maybe show off their skills a little bit, I thought it was a pretty well-played game. It was. And I was saying, like, it was. I was going to tell you that it was a better... This game was played better than some of the games we've seen at the White Sox, yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that I've seen some better behaved crowds at the White Sox games than I did at, at this game. Yeah, and so. that is a low bar that yes. they did not set. It is. Yeah. Yeah, if you just go back and listen to some of our old White Sox episodes. Yeah, or, yeah right. Yeah. Or that they did not meet. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
so yeah i mean i guess it all balances out in the end but uh, and it also goes to prove that we can get mad at any game that we go to even a game that's free <laughs> yes exactly um so all of that um but uh, overall, pretty fun, pretty fun night. It was it was a fun night. It was a big <laughs> big chunk out of our social lives there. Yeah, uh, I know, I know. To I, do this one, I'm, I can only think of all the uh, social uh, engagements that I had to pass up to be here tonight. Yeah. But um, anyway, so um, uh, I had one more. I had one thought that yeah. I wanted to address that I okay. tweeted about from yeah. earlier in the week. Um, yes, I believe it was yesterday. The Padres and Indians uh, struck a trade uh, to trade Brad Hand, and I believe his name is Andrew Simber. And I believe I meant to look this up, but I think he's it's his rookie year. So both of these pitchers are under control for a while. Um, but in order to acquire them, the Indians had to give up their top prospect, Francisco Mejia, um, catching prospect. So like anytime you have like a and he's a power, he's like a average and power hitting catcher. So anytime you have someone like that, that's that seems kind of like a franchise cornerstone that you uh, might want to hold on to. So they trade him to the Padres. Um, and he had like a he broke the record for like the longest hit streak I think in the minor leagues and stuff. So um, uh, I can't the number escapes me. It was in the fifties though. Um, and so I wanted to just take it back from my personal Twitter account from 2015. If you guys remember when the Padres, it was the Padres and the um, Marlins. I think were making a bunch of moves. Um, this might have been a different year than the Marlins, but the Padres made a bunch of moves. They signed uh, James Shields, mm-hmm. right? They um, they got Matt Kemp. They got Matt Kemp. They got Justin Upton. Yep. They got Will Middlebrooks. Mm-hmm. Like, and then just a, a, another laundry list of like guys. And like people were like freaking out about the Padres. Like, oh, the Padres, they're going for it. And like I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, they're oh, they got Craig Kimbrell. They mm-hmm. traded like um, some uh, prospects for Craig Kimbrell. Yep. And like it's like what 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 are you doing? Like. Um, uh, and and I was like I tweeted something I'm like the Padres still suck or something yeah. like that and some guy found me on Twitter and like we got into like a Twitter beef uh-huh. we, we exchanged a couple like tweet, tweets back and forth and I didn't want to I kind of like tried to like like sew it up at the end because I was like I don't want this guy being mad at me or whatever yeah. and so like we kind of like agreed to disagree like it ended civilly but I want to say to that guy and I tweeted this but I'll say it uh, uh, with my own voice uh, to that guy who I said that the Padres still suck i believe the padres are ripe to be pretty damn good coming up soon for sure yeah i mean they got um they got some good outfielders uh manny margot i think can you know can do something uh who was the guy we saw what was his name hunter renfro oh they got hunter renfro home run a couple days ago yeah yeah um the the big guy i forgot what his name was um oh uh, yeah uh looked bad in the field but yeah uh, yeah they got a guy franchi cordero yep um and they got a bunch of pitchers coming up cal quantrill um, and now they got this like this stud catcher coming yeah. up. They're gonna yeah. have Will Myers and Eric Hosmer. So like I think that they can be good in a couple of years. Fernando Tatis, right. who we just found out today, is gonna miss the rest of the year with yeah. uh, with a thumb injury, which sucks. But he's he's right around the corner. So like I think the Padres are gonna be good coming up. Like it, you know it's, it might be like a year or two, but uh, they're they're uh, on the doorstep. And so I hope that guy. Uh, I think this is the team that he should be excited about, not that shit. 2015 yeah. team. And to your credit, uh, Jeremy, uh, pretty much none of those guys were on the Padres at the end of 2015. Exactly. That was, I mean, yeah. they, they, it was like a fail. That A.J. Preller, like, he, like, mortgaged the future for, like, and then gave up on it in, like, a month, yeah. basically. Yeah, Because then they traded, they traded Kimbrel to the Red Sox, and, yep. yeah, whatever. It was a mess. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I guess that explains that noise, that sound I heard yesterday was uh, Jan Gomes breathing a sigh of relief. Yeah, um, I know. Well, he did just make the All-Star team, so I guess they're I guess they're all in on him at this all, point. All-Star Jan Gomes. Yeah. yeah. He can use that as a bargaining chip, Hitting 247. Yeah, pretty bad. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the All-Star game was fun the futures game uh i wish that you uh, got to see it it was yeah. it was a lot of fun uh-huh. uh taylor trammell might be my new like favorite minor league player um for people who saw that he uh had some he had a funny thing where he like threw up a number he threw up like deuces to like his uh his uh dugout because he thought he had a second homer and then he ended up like having to settle for a triple and his, his teammates were dogging him a lot it was really fun but uh, so it was, a, it was an interesting week of uh baseball like midsummer uh, halfway point in the season, but like the All Star games were pretty good, mm-hmm. and uh, this one as well. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was a good week of baseball. It was, and uh, so I think that is going to do it for uh, Lucky episode number thirteen for us. Yeah, that's right. Um, tune in next week. Um, we will have a, a mini sode of some sort, um, and uh, we'll get to that next game pretty soon. 
but uh, keep uh, you know checking out uh, our social media. Uh, make sure to yeah w- look at the story, uh, our, our Instagram story from today's game. I, I got a lot of good shots. Uh, I got a shot of uh, Bobby. I got some video of Bobby Witt um, crossing home plate and then uh, being mobbed by his teammates and everything. So it was pretty fun. So uh, yeah, check us out. That uh, Instagram is at Rain Delay Pod and uh, Rain Delay Pod on Twitter, RainDelayTheater.com. And uh, raindelaypod at gmail.com. So uh, I'm Jeremy Denisio. And I'm Jack Swarkowski. We'll uh, catch you next week on Rain Delay Theater. Bye.